Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. What's up, podcast fam? Happy Friday, everybody. We're stoked another week. Yep, yep. Hey, we got some great feedback from last week's It Takes Two, and so I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it. I know it was something, you know, different. Right. But... Obviously, we were concerned, too cliche, couples podcast, yeah. talking about marriage, but, but it seems like... But we heard some like, great feedback, and maybe yeah. if you're new listening to the podcast, go back and give it a listen, let us know what you think. Um, we're so thankful for all your reviews, we're thankful for you guys that have been tagging us on Instagram, on Facebook, it's right. so awesome. That encourages us to keep going. Absolutely. But we're excited. Today's a big day. Today is a big day. Um, We have a special guest with us today. (laughs) And this special guest traveled a long way to be with us. You're right. Like, he walked all the way here. Wow. So intense. across the world. I'm just going to help. He flew um, and arrived uh, Monday. Wait. What day? Monday, yeah. So, who is it? Ready to go. The special guest that we have today is my dad. Um, for those of you who don't know, my dad, his name is Greg Kler, and he is obviously from South Africa, where I am from. Um, but my dad wears many hats, right, Chad? Absolutely. Do you want to talk a little bit about all of the hats that he wears? Because it's just biased coming yeah. from me. Well, I mean, he is obviously uh, an incredibly successful person, and he's... Cre- in the position of CFO of the River Group. It's a big organization, big church. But most importantly, he's began to really release what God's put inside of him. And he's written a book, which is going to be the majority of what we're talking about today. But I'm telling you, it's just the tip of the iceberg. If you like the material, if you like what he's doing, if you like what's being said, there's a whole book on this topic. It's available on Amazon. And the book title is Release the Steward in You, yep. written by Greg Clare. You can find it right on Amazon. We'll put the link in too. Yep. And but with that, so you would have heard the word steward. Right. And that's something that we're going to jump in today is the topic of stewardship. Now, before you turn off and think, oh my gosh, that's so boring. I don't want to talk about money. Right. Guess what? Stewardship is not always talking about money. Money is something that you know, is a topic under stewardship, but stewardship alone is not even about money. And so we're going to kind of get into what is stewardship. We're going to get into stewarding ourselves, being stewards of the word. And I don't want to say too much because... Right, just do his whole teaching now, quick. quick, I know, I might as well just read his notes (laughs) while I'm at it. All right, so what we're going to do right now is kind of turn this over to Greg. Well, let's let let you say hi to everyone real quick. Well, hi there to everybody listening (laughs) to this podcast. And Pastor Jade and Chad, it's it's great to be with you. I'm excited to be with you. Yes, I traveled a long way, but it's that's nothing. It's just lovely to be with you. It's lovely <laughs> to to have the opportunity to share what God has dealt with with mm-hmm. me, you know. Yeah. And He really He really did. It's be awesome. you know, the Lord has showed me a, a lot of things here. So it's a, it's an honor and a privilege to share it. And and if you're listening. You, you need to listen because there's going to be something in this for you. And it's probably not right. what you expect. Right. And yeah. you know what's funny? People listen to our podcast sometimes just to hear my accent. Yeah. And now they get He's to got an even better My dad's accent, accent, which is even thicker than mine. And so right before you get tuned in, listen. 
he was our instructor for our third year Bible college. And that was our favorite portion of oh Bible school. Oh my gosh, school. it set us up for su- the success Absolutely, of true leadership development. So, all right, tune right in. We're about to get rolling. If you can, take notes. You want to take notes, but that's okay. If maybe you're driving or something like that, you can always um, listen again later. But this is going to be good, and you don't want to miss out. So, so here's the thing. You know, when the Lord, when the Lord directed me to write this book, I sat down and I prayed about this, but to be quite honest, the, the the question was, well, how do you start? Because for most people, they think about stewardship in terms of being a custodian of something or looking after something. So, so in the kingdom of God, what does that mean? You know, for many people, many people who knew that I've written this book have said to me, "Oh, so you've written a book about money?" Yeah, <laughs> well, it's not about money at exactly. all. Actually, money is a very small part of this. It's it's a it's more about responsibility. And and here was the thing, you know, I asked myself the question: Why is it that so many believers who know the Word of God still struggle in life? Because they don't, they don't know how to apply the word of God, and 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 the Lord really dealt with me, and 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 I'll be honest, I found it very difficult, Jade and Chad, to write this book. Yeah. I found it very yeah. difficult because it, it took me it took me a while until the God until God really directed me on the right way to the right way to do it. And basically, the way I wrote the book was to deal with the concept and principle of stewardship first, and then deal with the just a few principles in the Word of God, because yeah. you could spend your whole life writing on this. Right. So just a few principles in the Word of God that you've got to use in order to handle the concept and right. to apply it. Right. So so for this podcast, to start off with, what I thought I'd do is just share kind of out of chapter one. Awesome. Which is about the concept of, of, of stewardship. And here's the thing. It's become very clear to me reading the Word of God that, the principle of stewardship is at the core of the kingdom. Absolutely. It is It is a pivotal concept. If you can understand the principle of stewardship, you'll get to understand what the kingdom of God is really about. In fact, you'll get to understand what the plan of God mm-hmm. is really really about. You know, for many of us in church, pastors preaching, he's talking about the plan of God, but it's not kind of clear what does that mean? You know, what is the plan of God? So... There are a couple of characteristics really about stewardship. If you if you go and read about it in, in the in a dictionary, it'll tell you it's about looking after things. Mm-hmm. So you guys have have a have a, a young baby. You give me your child to look after for you for a day. Well, that's stewardship. <laughs> I'm yeah. responsible for your baby. And mm-hmm. and the idea is I've got to return your child to you better than the state that I, I got her in right, right. so it's, it is about custodianship it is about looking after something but there's a there's a much deeper concept involved here but maybe I can start by, by sharing the, the some of the characteristics that would go with it it would be it would definitely you put in a position of trust right. so, so let's let's use let's use the, the, the example of looking after a child if you if if, if you're a babysitter right and and so parents out there will understand this or or young people if you've been in a position of looking after somebody's child you'll understand this i mean there's a lot of responsibility here i mean Mm -hmm. stuff can go wrong yeah i found that out the first year of raising a child i think i think every every daddy has fingers and thumbs absolutely and and i was too so but it's a position of trust right 
It's a position of trust. I mean, you've entrusted your child to me to look after. That's not a light responsibility. In fact, it's a position of honor. Mm-hmm. It really is. That's because good. you're not going to allow everybody to do that. That's true. It's a position of honor. And, and there's a, there's, obviously, you would expect that there's a due care and skill that I've got to apply. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, that's what I've got to do. In fact, we've entered into covenant. That's because good. because you have an expectation. Mm-hmm. I have an expectation. I've got to I've got to fulfill my side of that covenant, which is to return your child to you just like she came to me. We're going to we're going to get into the word now, mm-hmm. but but if we can understand these things, it will set the ground the ground for this. Um, it's a very high calling, and and you would expect that my whole attitude would be one of excellence. Right. That whatever I do with your daughter yeah. is going to be excellence, so that she's properly looked after and she's returned as you would expect. In fact, you would probably set me up at the beginning. You would give me what we could call my terms of reference. What my is wife expected? would absolutely Ex- give you the terms. <laughs> exactly. So so. In life, there's this thing called an expectation gap. Yeah. And it's the gap between what is expected and what is delivered. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where trouble happens. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so these are kind of concepts that, 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 are, that the Lord showed me. Yeah. And I went into his word to try and, what is the word saying about that? You know, This is not just a secular concept. It applies in the world system. But it didn't originate there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stewardship originated in the word it's in the kingdom so so the lord took me to uh, a number of places but in if we look in in 1 corinthians chapter 10 and verse 26 mm-hmm. okay it says the whole world and everything in it belongs to the lord mm-hmm. okay so if god owns the earth that he created right what is my role so i think actually it's funny because i wanted to pause you with this and because you know, I know we have so many different people listening to this podcast. And maybe as you've listened, you're thinking, okay, but what does this have to do with me? This is now where we're going to get into it. That the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it. So what does this have to do with me? So as you're listening to this podcast, no matter where you find yourself in life, no matter what your job is, what your responsibilities are, I want you to take this podcast now and realize that you are actually a steward first and foremost. And we're going to get into what that So then, means. Jade, if that, if that is the case, and I agree, that is the case, then why do we spend all day praying for stuff? Well, I feel like you're going to tell us. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you. You know, you know, if if you t- and if you're listening to this, just put your crash helmet on quickly, because often when I've listened to to spirit-filled, well-intentioned Christians praying, most of their prayers are about everything that they need. Mm-hmm. Now, the Bible encourages that. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But very few do I hear praying about the kingdom of God first. Right. Okay. We're praying about what we need. Matthew 6, 33, but it's like reverse. Exactly. And I'm going to come there. Don't rush me, Jade. I'm going to come there. But here's the thing. So if God created the earth and owns owns the whole earth, then what is my relationship to it? Right. Right. Well, the fact is we've been placed in a stewardship responsibility Mm -hmm. for God's creation. Absolutely. For everything he created. That's right. We've been placed on the earth to be a steward 
of that. How do I know that? Well, it's right at the beginning of the word. You know, we have university debates about the meaning of life, but it's on page one. Right. Chapter one, verse 26 to 28, especially verse 28, where the word says, the word says to have dominion over the things of the earth, to be fruitful and to multiply, to replenish the earth, you know, to subdue it. And you could say that that's the commission of stewardship for mankind, right? That is correct. And yet so many of us are praying for survival right. instead of to have dominion. Absolutely. So, so it became very clear to me from studying the word that our role is a lot bigger than just trying to survive life mm-hmm. and using our faith to survive life. Too many of us do that. Our role is to have dominion is to be a steward, to not only be a custodian, but to look after everything that the Lord has created. Before you go on, let me ask you a quick question about that. Why do you think that is the case, that most people don't thrive in life? Is it a lack of knowledge? Is it a lack of discipline? What What are some of the things that you can identify through your personal experience of why people don't live up to that standard that you're seeing in having dominion? Because I think that, I think that, you know, Pastors preach the word well, but we don't mm. listen to it well. Okay, and and I think in my I can only speak from wow, my per, my personal good. instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that, that I didn't have a revelation really of what of the power of the word. Right. I, you know when when Jesus speaks about having an abundant life, so many times we think about having wealth. It's not only about wealth; it's about having an abundant life in all its aspects. Absolutely. You know, the worst one of the worst words we use is the thing of prosperity. Economists mm-hmm. and accountants will define prosperity as financial wealth. Mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't talking about only that; he was right. talking about the prosperity of your soul. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think I think maybe we don't listen too well. Certainly, in my case, right. I didn't listen too well. And then I came to understand, well, if my job is to be a steward of everything God created, then what is the role of the Word of God? Mm-hmm. Well, the Word of God, I've come to discover, is a manual for success. It's an operating manual. Mm-hmm. And if you operate according to that manual, mm-hmm. you will be successful. That's right. Therefore, I came to the conclusion, and I believe that I'm correct, that our highest stewardship responsibility is the purity of the word of god because god has given us his word and it's our job to live that word to disciple that word to go out into all the nations and make disciples of the nations baptize them in the name of the father son holy ghost Mm -hmm. okay and it's our job to teach them the word how can you teach them the word that's not pure Our greatest stewardship responsibility is not the money in our bank account. It's the word of God. And that's where so many people miss it. You know, they're so caught up in the rat race of life. Absolutely. That they completely miss it. I love it. I hear it often taught. um, And I know like your brother Cody teaches it a lot. You know, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a Christian who, I'm not a plumber who is a Christian. I'm a Christian who is a plumber. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. You, the fact that you're a plumber is is not who you are. It's just right. what you do. Right. right. You're a Christian exactly. who is a plumber. But yeah. so many people put the, I'm a plumber exactly. first, but I also happen to be a Christian. That is exactly. And it's out of order. Exactly. And it shows the mindset of people that don't really understand this kingdom stewardship principle. Well, here's the thing. Any, if, if I'm coming back to, the, to, to, to looking after a child... The in, whose interests are greater, mine or the beneficiary of what I do? Right, the beneficiary. So here's the question. Who's the real beneficiary of your faith? Is it you or is it the Lord? Yeah. 
I put it to you that the real beneficiary of our faith is the Lord because by him answering our prayer of faith, mm-hmm. he gets the glory. Wow. Or do we? That's good. He gets the glory. Yeah. Okay? Mic drop. Yeah. So, <laughs> so in terms of our stewardship responsibility, the object of that is to give him the glory. That's why Jesus said in Matthew, coming to what you said, Jade, is in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, he said, Seek first the kingdom of yes, God and his right. righteousness, and, and all these all other things, things will be added will. to you. Right. But we look at stewardship of all these other things. And that's all we worry about. We need about. to look at stewardship of, of the kingdom in terms of the word of God wow. mm-hmm. first. That's good. That has to be the direction because everything flows from the word. The word created everything. The, the, the spiritual realm is more real, if you like, yes. than the physical realm. And for a believer who doesn't understand that, let me help you. Right at the beginning of Genesis, it said God created the heavens and the earth. God is spirit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's more real in the spiritual realm before it's real in the physical realm. Mm -hmm. So your stewardship in the physical realm is irrelevant unless it starts in the spiritual realm. Absolutely. And that's, that's where good. you run into people building up wealth and material things on yes. earth. And I think the Bible talks about them rotting and rusting and getting eaten up. Exactly. Because it's all temporal gain. Yes. And what's interesting is yes. that temporary stuff, it's so fulfilling in the moment right. that it satisfies you for a period. Well, the problem, yeah, it, it's actually intoxicating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wealth, is, wealth is an intoxicating thing. That's I'm why sure. Jesus said you can't serve two masters. Right. Keep your focus on the kingdom first. It's very important. So I want to say to listeners today, consider this. The future success of your life is really determined on your ability to apply stewardship, the stewardship principle and the stewardship of the word in your life Amen. first. Because everything... Everything will emanate from that. Everything right. will result from mm-hmm. that. Right. It's the word that gives life, not things. Right. They don't give life. You know, in the society that we live is very materialistic. So, so, so for many of us, you know, if, 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 if you've got a good house, that's great. But if the person of the road has a good house, you want to have a better house. It's right. about having things to have life. Yeah. That's not how the kingdom works. Right. Right. The kingdom works from having life then you have things Mm -hmm. because things are the result of it and they're the result of the word. So a stewardship mentality really, you know, it's, it's a, the characteristic that contributes to defining who we are is, is whether you have a stewardship mentality because you understand. And in fact, when you have a stewardship mentality, it goes beyond just looking after what you've been given. It goes to now multiplication. Right. In Matthew 25, the Lord showed me Jesus used that parable about the, the, the multiplication of the talents right. with the master and the servants. The one got one, the one got two, the one got five, all according to their ability to handle them. But that parable is not about maintenance. It's about multiplication. Right. God has put us on this earth with an assignment, which I'll talk about just now. And it's about multiplying what he's given us. And yet, many of us in our prayer life are all about, Lord, I need this. I need money for the rent. Mm-hmm. We're in survival mode. We're right. not in multiplication mode. Yeah. And it's because we've started wrong. We need to go back to the basics of the word. And it's, the word is very, very simple. That's where we've got to go. When we understand our, our stewardship role and the stewardship principle, we pray differently. Right. Completely. Because the nature of our prayers changed from survival now into 
not only custodianship of what God has given us, and what he's given us is also a purpose in our life, right. but it's about multiplying that. Okay, it's about so becoming good. significant for the for the benefit of the kingdom. Yeah, the Lord is the beneficiary of our labors, and when that is our focus, we will have an an incredible life. Yeah, we the way we worship Him begins to change. Right, I've discovered from the Word and from personal experience that strategy for for decisions in life, you know, along the course of the assignment He's given us in our life, comes from a place of worship. It comes from the throne room of God. God gives you direction. He gives you strategy. It comes there. We saw it with Nehemiah, the way he built the wall. That started from a place of worship. Right. You know? The other thing is it changes the way you hear him. Because you're not listening to him for survival. You're listening to him for success. Ooh, that's good. And that's a big difference. That's very good. It's a very big difference. So, so... You know, we don't only see the Lord as a provider of our needs anymore. When you have a true revelation of your stewardship role, you now want to multiply for the benefit of the kingdom. Right. And that includes disciples, mm-hmm. making disciples. Mm-hmm. You, I'm an accountant by profession. So if, you, if you're in America, you would, I would be the equivalent of a CPA. Mm-hmm. You know, in other parts of the world, you'd call it a chartered accountant. That's not who I am. It's part of what I do, but who I am is a steward of God's assignment for my life. And what's cool about that is that your assignment is completely different than my assignment. And maybe that you that's listening right now, your assignment may be something completely different as well. And that's what I love about the kingdom of God. Okay. There's such a diversity in the kingdom. Am I going into where you're going? This, you, know, you are so on the, on the money. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm that's going to pass it right <laughs> off to him then and let him finish the thought. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Pastor Chad. Okay. God has an assignment for every one of us. And, and we, we need to understand that from the word. He, he has an assignment. We're all different. There are over 7 billion people on planet Earth. Right. Right. Even identical twins are not the same. Mm-hmm. Okay? They, they're all different. God created us uniquely. The fact that we were born is because there's something he needs done that only we can do. True. And if you're listening to this, have you ever noticed that there's just things you can do that other people can't do? You, you can't be jealous about what somebody else has got unless you want it. Mm-hmm. And if you've, once you've identified what you've got and why God has given it to you, your uniqueness, you'll never be jealous about another person in your, in your oh, whole life. That's so true. good. Because you'll understand your direction. You'll understand what, what he wants you to do. Now, when that happens and you have a basic revelation of what stewardship is about, now the resources in your life, now your money, now your wealth, now your health, now your spiritual life, now the word, all those resources, the Holy Spirit, one of the most precious resources we have is the voice of God in the form of the Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, those things line up. Your gifts and talents, if you're a good speaker, if you're a good musician, if you're a good sportsman, a good businessman or businesswoman, all of a sudden those gifts now begin to line up towards your purpose. And you need to be a steward of those resources towards your purpose. So it's now not about survival. It's about assignment. That's good. And everything changes in your life, which is a really, really awesome thing. You know, when you're, when you're, you're, our, our, our stewardship focus needs to broaden. And, th- and that happens when our maybe what is an intellectual idea of stewardship, you know, progresses from 
custodianship of material things to the efficient and effective fulfillment of the plan of God for your life. That's good. And all those resources, like money, that people thought I was writing about. It's not about the money. It's about assignment. Right. <laughs> wow. Because money's a tool. Mm-hmm. Yep. If money's yep. not just a tool, then you're worshiping it. Mm, and how good. can you worship something that controls you? That's so good. You can't do that. So, so that was kind of chapter one. Yeah. You know? and, and I ended chapter one with this thought. What has love got to do with it? You know, when I read the new covenant, the new testament, and Jesus said, I give you a new commandment, and that's to love the Lord your God, you know, with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your soul, and to love your neighbor. You know, and all the law of the prophet and the law and the prophets, everything is in that. So so it is the ultimate commandment. Right. If your stewardship of everything in your life, whether it's the word of God, whether it's your assignment, whether it's your possessions. Whether you're looking after things for somebody else, it really doesn't matter because it's now not about ownership, it's about stewardship. Yeah. You, you need to own things, you need to be wealthy in your life, you need to do all of those things. But it's not about ownership, it's about stewardship of them because you're only here for a while. Right. Now, now when, when that, is, that, that is your motive, that is the most, the, the most important thing, and I've forgotten the point I was making. I can't remember what I was saying. But the point... (laughs) He's jet-lagged, everyone. You've got to bear with him. The lens that you look through changes. Right. Because suddenly you start seeing things from the Lord's perspective. That's so good. Not your own. And so many many times we, 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 we... we need to be ministered to. Now, there's a time to be ministered to. But, oh, we're talking about what's love got to do with it. Yes, this is love. Jesus was teaching on a love relationship. Let me just give you a glimpse. When it comes to giving, if you have a revelation, a true revelation of your stewardship responsibility, then giving becomes an automatic thing that, you, that you're doing because it's coming out of a love relationship. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, if we believe the word, well, the word says in 1 Corinthians 10, 26, so that God owns the whole earth and everything that is in it. Well, then nothing that we technically own is ours right so then how can you actually give anything to god it's because true. it's his anyway right so giving is not about giving it's about honor right Ooh, that's and so that, good. that that is what encapsulates stewardship it's yeah. about honor giving honor to the lord this wasn't an easy book to write because i realized that i was going to challenge maybe some perceptions mm-hmm. for a lot of people so some people reading it you know it, it's it's going to be a paradigm shift for a lot of people yeah. it was a paradigm shift for me mm-hmm. to write this book but that's where the enjoyment was because when you when you learn from the word and when you learn from the revelation of the word and what the holy spirit puts in your heart you know, I think I think in our life, when we are able to do that, then God can. We have a teachable spirit then, right. and God can readjust it. Okay, so now now you're on the right track. Now I can work with you. Absolutely. And that's that for me. This this book, it was it, maybe it was more beneficial for me than anybody else. Uh, I, I doubt I a lot that of one. I highly doubt that because I mean, when you start to see it, it seems like stewardship literally impacts every single area of your life. Absolutely. Let's just have a look at a couple of the principles right. that, that I, then, I then went to the Word. And I started studying the char- some of the characters in the Word of God. Because, I mean, they were great object lessons. Not only the Lord, but others in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Right. And what I discovered is that, is that 
in every single case. Now, these are people that did incredible things for the Lord. What is nice is that pretty much all of them were ordinary people. That's true. <laughs> Flawed <laughs> people too, Flawed. you know. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was a blessing for me because right, I yeah, realized, yeah. well, I've got a chance now. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I don't need to qualify. The yeah. Lord qualifies who He calls. You don't have to qualify first. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to have a teachable spirit and say, Lord, help me and take me in the right direction. Yeah. But every single one of these characters was they they had a conviction mm-hmm. about what God had said to them. Right. And that conviction was, and if we talk about who you are, it's really going to be your convictions. Yeah. And that's what God awakens in your life. When Absolutely. he speaks assignment into your life, he awakens those convictions. And that's the fuel in the tank, man. Yeah. That's what drives you. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them had a broad sense of purpose that understood where they, where they needed to go. So, the, the, And the word is jam-packed of examples and of that. The next one mm-hmm. is vision and strategy because that comes next right if you understand kind of your direction you've got to put it this way it's it's like it's like having to get to destination on the other side of a jungle and and the lord gives you he gives you a compass and a panga Mm -hmm. yeah you know where you're going yeah okay start hacking yeah and you got to go that's the walk of faith right the other principle is faith now faith is not a walk in the dark Right. To quote the late Dr. Miles Monroe, mm-hmm. it's a walk in the light. Mm-hmm. Faith is not just hoping for something, it's knowing something. Right. When you have that knowing, that conviction that you know because you know because you know what the Lord has said to you, then nothing else matters. You will make a plan to make that happen. When you have a knowing about your assignment, your faith now has a purpose. Yeah. It's not just arbitrary. We're not using faith just for materialistic things. Right. All yeah. those resources now have an application in our life. Right. So it, do you have any more um, characteristics that you're going through past this? Just the last one was was the, the lessons that, that I got from Solomon. Proverbs is a a veritable gold mine of wisdom. Right. right. You know, talking about knowledge, understanding, comprehension, and godly and skillful wisdom. Our challenge, our challenge as listeners to this podcast today, when when you when you listen to this, just go to Proverbs chapter one, just from verse two to seven. Go and write it out in a notebook what the various words are, and it'll fill a page. And that'll keep you going for the next six months. Just trying <laughs> just those first six verses from two to seven wow. of chapter one. Awesome stuff. Wow. So I want to end off because I want to ask you one more question yeah. and then I want you to pray for everybody. Sure. Yeah. But the question that I want to put out is stewardship sounds like a lot of personal discipline, personal accountability. What would you say to that person that maybe has some dreams, has some aspirations. Maybe they've, they're recognizing throughout this thing that maybe they've not been a great steward. Or maybe they're an okay steward, but they're stretching and wanting to grow. What would you say to that person that's kind of identifying some flaws in them on, okay, well, how do I take my stewardship to the next level? Well, first of all, if you're listening to this and you've identified some flaws in yourself, Welcome to a very big tribe. Right. <laughs> You're in great company. In fact, if you read the word of God, you with them, man. Right. You with them, okay? Yeah. But here's the point. You can do it. Yeah. What you need to do is make an attitude adjustment. And the attitude adjustment is not because you have a bad attitude. It's not about having a bad attitude. It's just about having 
the right attitude. Right. And, the, and the right attitude is one of having a teachable spirit. Mm. It's a decision you've got to make that you're going to go back to the Word of God and you're going to learn from its example and its instruction. Also, you're going to open up your spirit and your, and your mind because you must bring your mind into alignment mm-hmm. with your spirit. But you're going to hear what God is saying to you through his word, through the Holy Spirit, and through those selected people that you choose to speak into your life. Yeah. Men and women full of the spirit of God, right. you know, that you will allow to speak into your life and you must allow them to speak into your life. And your attitude adjustment is simply one is... you. You know, I'm going to call the favor of God in my life. And that happens with obedience mm-hmm. and submission yeah, to his will so and, to, and to him. When that happens, then the royal favor of the king will come on your life. That's the start, Pastor Chad, that I would say. But the next very important aspect is that you must have a plan. Right. Don't feel like you're not qualified to have a plan. You must have a plan. And and I, I encourage you to go and look right from page one in the Word of God. I mean, the lessons of Abraham are magnificent. The lessons of Moses are incredible. Nehemiah is, mm-hmm. go to Nehemiah, chapter <laughs> one to six. I mean, if ever there's a book of strategy in the Bible, yep. that's mm-hmm. Nehemiah. Yep. It, yep. It's, it's, it's an incredible book in the Bible. So you need to have a proper plan. And then... What the assignment that God has given you, okay, you can begin to deliver on it. Yeah. You don't have to be a professional. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be brilliant at what you do. But if you have the right heart and you're prepared to let the Lord teach you and you select those few people that can speak into your life and yeah. mentor you and instruct you, yeah. you will be successful. Oh, and I think that's what everybody truly is aspiring yeah. for. So would you end off by Absolutely. praying for everybody that's listening? Before you do pray, oh. I just want to say, um, I mentioned that his book is available. I want to encourage you to make the investment in yourself and read more of this book. And I'm not just saying that because he's my dad, right. but genuinely, this is just phenomenal. Now, unfortunately, it's not available on paper copy, right, on Amazon because obviously you are from South yeah. Africa, but it is available on Kindle. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to do something to get paper copies to the US, mm-hmm. but um, go ahead, download it on Kindle. I promise you you will not regret it. And if you are in South Africa, they are able to purchase it paper copies in South Africa, right? It's mainly on Kindle now. Mainly on Kindle is the best option. Okay, I mean, this is 2020. We do do everything technologically. All my stuff's digital anyways. Right, so I want to encourage you. Again, it's called Release the Steward in You. And um, his name on the book is Gregory Clare. So um, yeah, the byline I put it on it on on it, and and I really mean this byline. It says, "Experience the real you." Yeah. Right. It's the revelation so of the good. real you that God put in you. So good. That's amazing. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. And would you just end us off with sure. prayer? Yeah. Sure. Father, we just thank you for this time together. We thank you for the revelation that comes from your word and the truth and the infallibility of your word. Father, it is the only thing in our lives that will never shift. It will remain as it is, Father. It will never change. And I thank you, Lord, for the teaching of stewardship that is in your word. For every person listening to this podcast, I pray for a manifestation of a revelation that they receive, which simply means, Father, they will have a revelation of this concept and principle of stewardship as enshrined in your word, but then there will be a manifestation of it in their lives, Father, that they will begin to display 
an understanding of it, a comprehension of it, the godly and skillful wisdom that comes from it. And Lord, most of all, I pray through all of our endeavors endeavors, that you are glorified as a result of it. Mm. You are magnified as a result of it. The word of our testimony, Father, is what brings people into the kingdom. But the testimony is that you are the king. And so we thank you for that. We thank you that you have entrusted us with everything you've created. Father, we thank you for the principle of faith, the force of faith, that we can call into the now what is in the spiritual realm. Father, you never cease to provide, but you provide in accordance with your purpose and assignment for our life. And so we thank you for this, Father. We thank you for this teaching. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us on today's Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single Friday. If you know of someone who could benefit from this, we would love for you to share this on your social media, as well as go ahead and leave us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.